to everybody viewing welcome to ohm episode two um taking a little road trip yes sir and we got a special guest today my boy antonio better known as loki ad Ooh, loki you already know what's going on mossy platinum mossy, <laughs> mossy platinum artist uh soon to be you know grammy nominated album of the year all that you know yeah billboard 500 <laughs> billboard 500 Ah, five hundred. Dang. But nah, uh, Loki is a rapper, entertainer from Eastside Atlanta. We go to school together. He's very underrated. He should definitely be given a shot over some of the people that have contracts now. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of the, a lot of these new artists are pretty bad. They're not bad. That's not the right word. They, when it comes to being a rapper, they don't really do a lot of like what people in the old hip hop used to consider rap. So that's why uh, they kind of put them in that like SoundCloud category, which to me is, it's not that bad. I mean, like Lil Yachty, they put him in that category, but look what he got going on. So he like deals with Nautica movies, all that. So yeah, well, I really gotta say, in a, tr- a traditional rap realm, I'll compare you more with like lyrical artists like Freddie, oh, yeah. Freddie Gibbs, or like. Uh, action Bronson dudes that mess with wordplay or their flow is fast and they mix up the tempo like you really put a lot into it and you also produce too right oh yeah uh, for the most part like uh like Russ like uh I try to produce as much as I can try to make create I want to be the creator so I like to create everything that's kind of like what I like to do I feel that I feel that but not get slandered like him yeah I don't like getting slandered like like Russ <laughs> Why do, not, you, why do you think he gets slandered? It's just his attitude. It's like, a, you know, he's a little, not even, you know, he's a little short guy that has the big mouth. So when he first came out and he actually finally started getting recognition, of course, you know, when he was talking about his uh, his goals, he came off more arrogant and cocky than, a, you know, a humble person that's actually, like, proud of what they become. So Yeah, I feel that. I remember sophomore year, I went to Music Midtown. And he was performing, probably first concert I ever went to, and he was good. I can't even lie to you. He just kind of gets cocky about it. Yeah. Eventually, I yeah, mean, he's got the hype there. I mean, yeah, he got the fan base. He's he's made it. So like, he he has to like room to talk, but people just don't like when he talks. Yeah. Maybe you know they don't like Russ on the internet at all. Yeah. But anyways, we on you. So like. Oh, yeah. Tell the people about yourself. Tell them what you do. Tell them oh, what you're yeah. trying to achieve. So, as he said, no, as Loki AD, I've been making music since I've been making music seriously since about the end of 2017, going into 2018. And uh, I started off as a producer first. I I wasn't doing any rapping, singing, anything at all. And then I finally uh, took the time out to uh, say, well, sometimes uh, sometimes you're not gonna sell certain beats that I was trying to sell at the time. So I was like, why don't I just give it a try? And then I gave it a try, and I uh, ended up loving it. And then uh, as time went on, events got better and better, learned the craft of not just producing, like engineering. People be like, people be treating producing and engineering like they're the same thing, but they're two completely different things with two completely different like skill sets. So once I learned producing, and then I learned like my artistry, as an artist and then I learned engineering putting those together kind of made me who I, like who I am now so. yeah. 
So what about that first story about how oh. you decided to go in the booth after just producing? What was that like? To be honest, it was like I knew, like, cause you know when when you're like middle school or whatever, you know everybody freestyles at the lunch table or whatever. But I, so I knew like I could put words together and it would be okay. But like it wasn't really me doing it really that was the traumatizing part. It was the fact that somebody else was gonna hear it. And once I was like, I had to like sit with that because at first I was kind of like doing it in secret, yeah. and then I started. Uh, at some point, when people started hearing it, it was like, ah, oh, snap! They heard what I made. Do they like it? <laughs> he was like Chris Brown in the Christmas movie, <laughs> and then he was like, Mom, I want to sing. <laughs> I want to sing. Yeah, it was. Um, but after after I got over that first part, it was lit, because especially like in twenty seventeen. That's like in the twenty seventeen when I made my first song, like when I tell you everybody in my high school knew this song, bro. Like everybody knew this song, bro. <laughs> and it's the it's the first song that's out on Spotify now. Like it's the first I took anything else I had, like before that, I took that off. That that none of that matters. So is it all in a vault? Yeah, it's like in a vault somewhere. Locked up. Hey. What is it like? Some garage bandies or something? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was pretty it was some it was some experimental stuff. It was like everybody got that. Yeah, everybody like, like it I'm, wasn't. It wasn't what I am now, though. In fact, it took me like a month before I got my first beat in FO, mm-hmm. and I knew what I wanted to do. I just one, I I play guitar, but I forgot all the keys. I forgot <laughs> the entire like music scale how to read notes none of that all that like, out the window all of it out the window so i was just like yeah i'm gonna make this hard i was like i got a sample i don't even know how to sample so i'm out here messing with uh what is it splice mm-hmm. splice, splice. All right. and uh i was just sitting there like yo uh i got it i'm gonna slice it up change the tempo i was like oh this sound fire this sound fire off tempo then i started a new file like okay this one sounds fire Got it onto the piano roll, mm-hmm. messed it all up because I was trying to like, I didn't know what I was doing at yeah. all. Then mm-hmm. I decided to sit down there, and play a YouTube video, and sit there for like two hours hey, trying to learn it. YouTube all. University, greatest YouTube. university. Hey, got my diploma, and uh, beginner <laughs> doll software <laughs> beginner and producing, DAW software. and that's how it is. Yeah. So, so like, what were some of the learning curves you had to? come up with producing um, and rapping okay for producing it was understanding like what sounds people want to hear like even though you know you be your own producer but you got to make something people want to hear or you're not going nowhere so yeah. i had to learn that for producing i had to learn about especially since i started right when metro booming was like on the top of the world i was like all right what what does metro booming do I had like three metro booming kits illegally downloaded <laughs> <laughs> And then I put them in oh, FL Studio. <laughs> I put them in FL Studio. I got to work. Hey, shout out to Omnisphere. Yeah, shout out Omnisphere. <laughs> Crack. Crack. <laughs> shout out Omnisphere. Crack. Shout out all that. Shout out Nexus. Everybody knows about Nexus. <laughs> shout out to the people who bought FL Studio. <laughs> so when you get famous, they're going to hear this and be like, yo. It's cool. Hey, I got everything correctly now so i i got everybody right now so it's cool thank you so feed everybody else that helps you out right i know 
I just had to finesse them at first. Jug. Yeah. So, you just got a new album coming out. How you feel coming out of it? In Stone. Man, right now, bro. Like you said, In Stone, I said it because I felt like, for me, like, this is set in stone, like, for me. So, when it came out, like, I ain't never felt, because building up to it coming out, bro, like, I was the happiest ever, like, I've been, like, getting happier and happier every time, every every single day, and then when it came out, it was like, oh my God, it's finally here, so. Yeah, because you came, was focused on it. Yeah, I, I was focused it. on it for forever. <laughs> and you could, I saw all the stories, and you were like, yo, album coming out. Right. Album. So, album, weeks. come on. Right. <laughs> Telling everybody, but I had people pre-ordering it, I had mad pre-sales. I had people still buying it now. Family members, people I I don't know. Yeah. My old my old teacher from high school bought it. I was like, oh snap, I'm lit. <laughs> she was, she was listening to it. She said she gonna listen to it like five ten times. I was like, okay. Yeah, then, album was fire though. Yeah, nah. It showed how multifaceted you were. Yeah, I was you like put everything together. The reason I did it too like that. All right, so like my first project that I put out was like called eighteen. And then it was, like, me trying to show, like, the different sides I could do, right? But back then, I'll say I wasn't as talented uh, talented as I am now with it. So I came back. I was like, okay, let me get back in that uh, versatility bag. But now that I really know what I'm doing, I'm going to hit him with this. So then I was like, boom. Yeah, I feel that. And with the album name, In Stone, did you say it because you're – trajectory was set in stone and like yeah like trying to be. this is the like yeah everything was set for me like even when you look at the cover art bro like like it's stone mountain with the confederates xed out and then everything like on fire on some like doomsday stuff i made that like months ago with uh i forgot his name i know it um it's like at shot by you know what i'm talking about shot by nehemiah yeah Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he made he he uh did the Photoshop for it. Okay, so, so yeah, I did that with him, and I made that like back when we first got in quarantine, like, and then of course right when the album finished drop, all this stuff happened, like yeah. perfect to match like the the setting of the art. So what's going on? So, I mean, really was like in stone. Like, it's really what. Hey, I mean, there's no better time than now for you to come out and make something to set an impact and set the tone for the next couple of years because who knows when we're going to see the next album. Is there yeah, another album? Man, I'm chilling. <laughs> Man, I don't know when the next album going to come for real because, like, me making another album, bro, I feel like I need to, like, reset everything. Like, because now I did this, right? I did mm-hmm. this. Cool. I didn't prove myself we get it i'm fine now but now i gotta like i gotta almost invade somebody else's space because like i feel like i took over this space like whoever was in this space i took that over that's that's done i gotta like invade somebody else now like i gotta invade my uh my ed sheeran's my uh, ed sheeran's? my, my billy eilish's i gotta get in they i gotta get in their territory and let like I need I need it to be like that. So, so like pure singing. Or? I ain't even pure singing. Just like I need to take like I need to take the steps I need to take to take their type of fan base. I need to take theirs. I built mine. I'm building it up. It's building up now. If 
But I want to I want to be able to say I can go and compete with people like that because most people can't compete with people like that. I can definitely tell that from your sound. Like your sound, it's it's unique to you, but it's something that you hear a lot in like pop radios, like especially with the production. Because I thought the production yeah. was really smooth. That this is something you could go straight to the radio right now. It's not like, and I'm not bashing anybody that's rapping. Like you yeah. have to continue to perfect your craft. It comes at a time. You got to start from somewhere. Like last episode, I started from somewhere. Oh yeah. And, just got to keep on going and making it better because that's all you really can do and a lot of them it's just it's not that they can't rap it's just that the quality just isn't there yeah like they don't they don't have they don't have the resources like yeah luckily for me you know my uncles tried to be big star rappers they tried they was competing with they was trying to be with the people like gucci and uh those people when they was coming up when it was first getting popping so they had some stuff already here for me to like take. Of course, I bought some a few new things, you know, new equipment. But I had somewhere to start. I had something to see. Like I've seen some of the industry because of that. Mm-hmm. I've been to like photo shoots. I've been to like music video shoots. So I, I kind of got to see it. So even like even back then, back then I wouldn't even have wanted to do this. Back then I I hated it. I hated being there. <laughs> yeah. Like I hate it. Like why why are there these these girls that look like Photoshop <laughs> at these at these shoots and I have to sit here with my friend playing with Naruto action figures. Nice, <laughs> like nice. we just... don't even get into Naruto right now. <laughs> that lady. I had to like I got to see a, a little bit more of it than most people would. So, and then, you know, this is here. So, like, this this facility that I'm in right now is, was here. Yeah, so the studios came from, like, your uncles and stuff? Yeah, my dad my dad built it from ground up. And then he had some people paint and stuff like that. But, like, he built, like, the rooms. And even really, the way he did it wasn't even fully professional. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't up to par, like. Uh, yeah, we didn't have an isolation uh thing, an isolation filter. We didn't have the pop filter, none of that stuff. Yeah. I just said, well, let me go make some money. I'm gonna get that stuff. Yeah, you gotta start with what you got. Right. So I started with what I had, and then I got the rest. So I got a good start. Now, of course, like some people, they don't, they get like I don't want to like call them crappy engineers, but engineers that are more in it for their money. So like. They don't give that time and effort to the artists to like sit there and help them craft their sound. Like, you know, Drake had forty should be like Kendrick has his engineer. I think J. Cole has is it Eve? He has like so everybody has their engineer that they got to work with and craft. Most people don't most people around us don't have that, so Yeah. So who's the engineer you shouting out? Engineer what what me? Is it Loki? Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> it's low key. <laughs> See, you try to make me look like Russ. <laughs> try to make me look like Russ. Oh, man. I always do tell people that, though. Like, even people that come to record here, bro, I'd be like, bro, why you keep coming here? You're like, you're not wasting your money. I'm giving you five. Like, I'm five, so I'm making your stuff five. Yeah. But, like, you could just go buy stuff and do it yourself. I'll be telling that. That's how they kind of know. Like, I'm not all about the money when it comes to that. Like, 
go get your stuff and learn how to do it yourself. So it'd be better for you. So are you in love with the music enough to? Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm in love with the music enough to um keep working on it and perfecting it. But like, I would definitely rather be a music artist who just has to deal with uh insane fans all the time than deal with Georgia Tech. <laughs> so. This is this is a podcast about our careers past Georgia Tech. Yeah, so. but like definitely Tech's a hard place. Yeah. I can't even lie to you. It'll pay off in the end. Yeah. But one thing I can say is it's taught me to pick up things fast and learn how to utilize them to my own benefit. Like now you know how to produce, you know how to engineer. Right. So. And you even like have people come up and you get paid to do this for him and it's something that seems simple to you now but you worked up to it and you right. pretty much make a business out of it whether you were still rapping or not yeah like forever like no matter what if I decided you know what I'm never putting out music again I as soon as I do that to be honest I have like I could probably get like 10 people coming here all the time like full time mm-hmm. and that'll be a, another business like easily even once you retire from it yeah like so they always do it. It's a good soft skill to have that you can just fall back on whenever you need to, or you, whenever money is slow. Yeah. So, and then with tech, it's like, all right. So when I be when I get whatever career I get from my tech degree, like okay, they say you'll probably start off around what maybe seventy thousand, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. If I can find a way to do that with music and still have the love for the music. I, of course I do that because like I love music more than anything almost so yeah facts now the real question is how does tech come into all this because like you have a huge aspiring rapping career and it seems like even though tech is very beneficial to you it's not really your main goal so what brought you like what led you to tech man man look a few things alright one thing the mom talked the the you know you gotta get a job because <laughs> she was like you know if things don't work out you know you need a job you need to be able to take care of yourself i was like okay that's true cool keep she that in trying mind to come out there and be like yeah my son's a rapper right like it only works if you're like actually if you made it you, some, somebody telling somebody that their son's a rapper and then they they stay with their mom still, you know. It don't, it don't, it don't work out well. Like talking about double cups. You look right. Like you talking about you sipping lean, but you staying your mom using her washing machine. So you like, hiding the lean. You hiding the lean in your your mom house and your, and your mom refrigerator. Like that, that don't look good. Kool-Aid, this Kool-Aid, this Kool-Aid, it's Kool Aid. It's Kool Aid. It's Kool Aid. Like I can't. I can't. I, so I understood that. Also, it's like. Uh, if I wasn't doing, if I was to not do music, I'd probably be an engineer. I like creating stuff, so mm-hmm. I'd definitely be an engineer. I, I've been an engineer all my life. I've been creating stuff since before I was making music. Before I was making music, I was an artist. I was drawing and painting, all that stuff. I was making origami stuff. I made, like, paper, like, functioning machines, like, crazy. Yeah, I feel that. I remember when I was talking to Mike when we were filming Jug. Oh. He had to out you and talk about how you used to be on the robotics team. 
right, look. <laughs> First off, I don't know why I'm like trying to like he wasn't the president of TSA. I don't know why he acting like I don't know why he acting like he was this cool kid uh, until he got to that doc on school. But that's what I'm saying. Like dudes from tech will swear that they're hard, but it's like how do we even get here? I know we was out here being the overachiever, the teacher's pet or something. Like we didn't think this. What's crazy? What's crazy about me? All right, in my school, I feel like me getting the tech was different from other people getting the tech. Me getting the tech. Versus, like, somebody from, I don't want to say Iowa, because that sounds like me, but somebody from Iowa getting into tech, though, when they talk about their 4.8 GPA and how hard they were trying, being in all of this going on, whereas I was just like, I live in Georgia, <laughs> and, you know, I got my little 4 point, my little 4.0, 4.1, I'm top 10%, like, but I was, I was more like, in terms of people trying hard, I wasn't trying. That's another thing in in high school. I stopped trying like after ninth grade. All right. In ninth grade, like I went through like some sad stuff. Like my grandma passed. My teacher was bugging me while my grandma passed. So I was like, bro, <laughs> right, school isn't it. So yeah. I started chilling. I just happened to be, I mean, it's DeKalb County, bro. <laughs> it's not hard. So I just happened to be able to keep getting good grades for this. Yeah, I Keep going that. up. So, like, you said something about your grandma passing. Do you feel like a lot of that still resonates in your music? Because you definitely have a lot of more somber and mellow tones in your Oh, music. yeah, for sure. Like, I think my life in general probably helps with that. Like, like, yeah, that, like, I even talk about it. On one of the songs on the album, like, I was talking about how my grandma passed and I saw my granddad cry for, like, the first time. I was like, like, that, like, stuff like that be, like, it would still hit me like my grandpa was crying. Him like, especially in, like he don't really show any type of emotion. So, facts. But seeing that was like, dang. But yeah, I was on the robotics team, and yes, we did go to state, and yes, so we got me. busted though. <laughs> state though, <laughs> it was cause okay, it's like in my school right, most people not really into robotics. I was in there cause I ain't had nothing else to do. It was cool. Build a little robot, you know. <laughs> but the person before me, like, when I got there in ninth grade, it was this person who was a senior. And he was his last year. He, like, carried the whole Vex Robotics team to state. So we got Kawhi? Right. He was. No, nah, I'll say he was, like, LeBron. That first time he went to the, the chip, uh-huh. like, he lost to the Spurs or something like that, I think it was. It was the Mavs. It was the Mavs. No, no, not that one. Uh, before he went to the Heat. Before he went to the Heat. Cleveland. He was like, he got he got washed by somebody. He got washed. You guys know who we're talking about. Yeah. We're not going to far I back. Remember, that's, I remember I was searching the Wiki pages <laughs> and I seen that. Because I remember every time he used to get washed by the Celtics. Yeah, he, yeah, he used to always get washed. But, I mean, yeah, you see who's on the Celtics team. <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of how it was, too. Like, LeBron, get yeah, all the way here. So, he was LeBron. And then the Celtics always watched him at State. Yeah. And then he left. And then it was like, so who going to do the robotics now? <laughs> and I was kind of like, before that, I was just a chill. I, w- I didn't really do nothing there. I was like, dang. All right, I guess I'll step up. <laughs> and then they made it about me. And then my robot. So was you, was, you were head honcho. Yeah, I became head honcho like real quick. <laughs> <laughs> While Michael was still there too. He was he could have been doing it, but he didn't want to do it. 
I guess. I don't know. He wanted to be the president. Drip master. <laughs> Drip master. Watch on at all times. Suit on at all times. So, yeah. I, I became the, the guy. And then, as soon as that, that season was over, because as soon as that was over, ours was kind of fun. We were shooting balls in the net. So, it's like, okay. Not with the shooting balls in the net. <laughs> in robotics. <laughs> in robotics. I was like... If we making a robot shoot a ball in the net, this is basically basketball, so it's cool. Oh, okay, okay. So I was like, after that one though, it was like some the next the next one was like I didn't want to do it. Then I started rapping because that was twenty seventeen, <laughs> and I left, and that was it. I feel that. Kind of did them dirty. It was like, bro, when you coming back? Never. <laughs> I'm a rapper now. So you, when you get up there, are they gonna call back to you and be like, yo. He was on a robotics team. You think is that that's something that's going to pop up on like Twitter? Maybe they probably gonna try to play me like some type of nerd role. Mm. Then if they feel that way, I mean, you, you know, we know. I just said I'm in the cab. You know, where I stay. What's up? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't. I'm not a. I like. I'm not a nerd. I'm definitely smart, but I don't. I'm not the stereotype like the stereotypical nerd. Like I don't go around with. I don't know. Whatever Steve Urkel be wearing, I don't do that. Yeah, I just have a good brain. That's so. What do you qualify as a nerd? Like somebody that should just like, I guess. I guess not even the stereotype of a nerd would be like the person that's like geeking over like the stuff that they're doing. I guess. So like you can be a like if you're a computer nerd, you you really are into computers. I say I can say I'm a music nerd. You know what I'm saying like that. Mm-hmm. So like people like that. But when it came to school. I was never into anything going on in the school. I was just smart. Yeah. And I was just that was that. You weren't like yo, I'm like, fascinated with like physics. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not fascinated with physics. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fascinated with. Uh, I mean, I was good at history. At first, I, to be honest, I was more fascinated with history after I figured out history for real, for real, than anything, than anything else really in the school. Yeah. That that says a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I gotta talk. I gotta start talking about the business side of music. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, like, next topic. What about you as a brand? So, Loki as a brand. How are you working on that now? And like, what are some hardships that you've faced in man. trying to get your name out there and finding an audience, man? Like, you gotta like. Of course, you start off with the audience that was at the beginning maybe your friends family but then when you got to branch off for real you got to go to all these different events trying to network with new people to get in touch with their people and building that audience up it was definitely a uh, really hard at first especially since i hated talking to people i didn't know so yeah. like i used to hate that like if i didn't know you i wouldn't say a word to you like at all like i wouldn't say nothing you probably uh, to be honest, you probably think I was like a bad person. Like, <laughs> like, like, you probably would think I was like really bad. Nah, before we was even chilling, I remember right. we were at ME and you just be there like, like I'd be like, yo, he's just so done with it. I'm he's done. done with it all. <laughs> bro, I didn't even try to go to sleep in that man's class, bro. I'd just be happening sometimes. You just be talking. <laughs> I don't know how I got an A in that class. I think somebody carried me, bro. Whatever team I was on. I still got to be. But I was out there playing. 
I was really playing. Like, my entire college career, I can be like, yeah, I was really... Right, I was really... I could have done something, but then it was, it was too late. <laughs> was, yeah. I think I got, like, a 91, bro. Like, 90, maybe. Yeah. That's that was... how it was. But, yeah, it was, like, building building my brand, bro. After I started getting out more, because at first I wasn't getting out like that. Like, I was... Of course, I go out with friends, but, you know, you just with your friends. You're not thinking about spreading who you are to other people so after i started doing that more i started going to like networking events like uh the 808 uh i don't know if you know about them yeah 808 yeah so 808 events uh they had this other event uh i did it was uh it was like a lyric lyric competition that was at the school too the one at first theater yeah that one okay so that I did that, I won that. That got me cool with like the judges who are way beyond the school. So got me cool with them. Going into eight oh eight events got me cool with like all of those people. Got me a show opening up for this guy named Josh Waters, who was with Bandwidth, and also who was there was Damani Harris, T I son. So just stuff like that. So I got to be in front of a lot of new people after I opened up. I did my first show in last year. I did my first show um like February 2019. So it was like 300 people. <laughs> I could have easily like froze up, but I didn't. Yeah. Uh, so I could easily That stage fright. So how did it feel walking up and seeing your first I mean, compared to most other rappers on a huge crowd, but this is something like you seeing your dreams come to fruition. Though. Right. I was like that's really how I had treated cuz some people would treat it like, "Oh, I, you know, get uh, scared and freeze up and seeing all those people. I treated it like this is it, right? Like this is it's finally here. So after I got there, when I when I treated it like that, I treated it more like a movie. Like, I was like, okay, I can do this. Because this, these 300 people, they might, like, they might not rock with what I'm saying all the way. But especially it was a good crowd, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they gonna, they gonna still, like, chant or shout. Yeah, like so. They did. They did. There's a concert effect. Like if you hear a good person in concert compared to if your friends tell you, you gonna go and spread. You're more willing to go spread. Like I've been right. to concerts. I remember I went to the Playboy Cardi concert my freshman year, and he had mm-hmm. Shaq West before Mo Bamba, before everything. I remember he came as Mosh Pits. Like it was lit before Cardi even touched the stage. I was like, right. I gotta let him know who Shaq is, and then I mean. He fell off, but yeah, I don't. I don't even want to say he fell off. He's just not really doing nothing right now. No. Maybe, maybe he taught like he was good if he stayed in his lane. But he talked up too much. Like I remember reading interviews that he was like better. He's like talking about how he's better rapper than Kanye. Like I want to do rap better than Kanye, but I never saw it. His beats were nice. His vibe was nice. Yeah, he's. I feel like you have to put some arts in the category of they're just they're vibers. Yeah, they're vibes. They give off good vibes. I mean, that's why he was, and not was Playboy that. Cardi at the concert. Because yeah. Cardi's a viber. But yeah, it was like so after after I started getting out more though, I'll say that helped me in terms of my get back into like get into my low key persona because I had to. I had to make sure that that persona was solidified because, like, I had to still compete uh, with, like, giving Antonio time, giving Loki time. 
that sound like real insane. That sound like <laughs> that sound kind of crazy. Like <laughs> that sound kind of crazy. It's not not that sound like that personality <laughs> disorder. <laughs> but like, I had to be like, all right, Antonio, this is R.I.P. <laughs> this is the end of you, bro. And like, Loki got to take over. Like, awesome. Like, for real. So after I let Loki take over, for the most part, it became that. I'd be, I'd really be outside, like confident as ever. Like it don't matter who's there, it don't matter who I run into. It could be Jesus Christ. I'm not finna freak out, like no more. Like I'm chilling, I'm good now. I feel that. So you use, you use what you want, as in this big name that you know is Loki to yeah. give yourself confidence to go out there and do those things because this is what Loki would do. This is yeah. what you've manifested in your head that this is who Loki is. <laughs> Right, and that's like, how you gotta get there. You don't go into it as, you know, Antonio. Yeah, like, dang, Antonio, bro, you, you, lame little Antonio from from back when you was like little kid, you know, with your little friends, not really doing too much. To, okay, that's not who you are no more, cause it's not who I am. But sometimes, you know, you kind of feel like that part of you tugging you back. So that part that tugs you back, you can't let that happen. You got to keep pressing forward. So when I let Loki really be who he's supposed to be, it's like, okay, this is what I want. So this is what I have to be like. I have to I have to move this way. Yeah, I feel that. So once you establish that, did you ever, I mean, there's still going to be hardships, but did, you, did it make it seem a little bit easier once you actually got your foot out of your comfort zone yeah because after after you get out that comfort zone especially for being a aspiring artist when you still got to do shows more often you know it helps you go into them shows like all right i'm low-key so it's don't even matter what i say it don't even matter they know me they gonna like me mm -hmm. type jump so yeah who coming i hear someone i ain't worried about it <laughs> But um, what about other side? I mean, we've talked about getting your name out there and getting okay. it to an audience. What about on like the more corporate side of oh, things yeah. and like building your brand and talking to actual like distributors and oh, yeah. record labels? All right, so in my, I'll say since I really started taking music serious, well, I said twenty seventeen. 2018, I put out my first real project, right? 2019 is when I say it was time to start going for real in terms of getting my name out there. So when I started doing that, I talk, I've talked to three labels. I talked to three labels in 2019. So I had to uh, start researching like what type of deals there were so I make sure like I know what I'm even what they're even trying to get me into, understanding the monies, understanding like percentages, royalties, all of that stuff. So I had to really look into all of that to make sure one I don't get played, and like to understand like do I need these people to help me or do I am I better off alone on my own? Uh, talking to dealing with uh getting. The business side and straight dealing with like sync deals like trying to get into movies i had to start researching stuff like that 
because uh, you know i literally even for off of this album i literally made a song i think it's uh the song called distant i made that to be in a movie i made it to be in a movie so like stuff like that understanding like what what audiences around like the world like different stuff understand like playlisting the, the curators of playlists blogs doing all of that so like being able to talk to those people like comfortably without making it awkward stuff like that so have you formed any relationships through this even if they didn't pan out to work into like bigger deals or anything like that oh yeah definitely i definitely have some better uh names on my side now okay so for sure like like it's people that know other people so i know that it keeps uh trickling to other stuff some other small things that'll come up that might lead to a big thing so yeah and how has music like helped your network in any facet whether it's like producing or engineering like is how many doors has it opened it's open to feel like it's like uh i have people that ask me to produce for them all the time i still have people that literally i built sounds with people like i built up their sound mm-hmm. so i've done that it's helped me uh work with some bigger names of people that are doing uh big things right now so i say for sure doing that has helped me uh get my name out on different levels like most people that know me in the industry now like people that know me they know me as the super talented dude like that's what i am so them knowing me for being able to do the producing being able to do this having the good voice it's like it gives you so many opportunities like so and that confidence is essential if anybody's trying to break out there. I kind of related to any sports where it's usually focused on like a single player, like tennis or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like you need that confidence almost to a point of like narcissism. Yeah, almost. Well, not to that point, but yeah, like, like, you need confidence be... to a point of cockiness almost, like, like right on the border. Like almost like. Um, I use AI for example. Like you gotta really feel like you're the guy. You have to feel like that all the time. Cause if yeah. you don't, you won't be. So yeah. And if anybody tests it, like you're going to try harder, and that's going to motivate you to. Right. Oh yeah, I could it. talk about that too. Like yeah, all the people, all the people that I've met, like meeting people even at 808 events, at different networking events, the the best rappers. Me meeting them and them thinking like that they're the guy or that they're the best or whatever, and them t- coming to me like because they already respect me automatically as their competition. So they kind of like even then they like tell me like you know I'm coming for you or you know you're not you know touching me in this and that kind of makes me like oh, okay bet I'm gonna show you how how far ahead I am type John so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what do you think about like the scene in Atlanta so far, or just music in general? It's uh, it's good. It's definitely built its itself up. Like, we're really, we're really at a good place right now in terms of like our power in the music industry. Like, you look at QC, you literally see Lil Baby, you see the Migos, then you look at Young Thug's label, and you see like Gunna, you see Key, these people who are known across the world, like, as big people. So, um, I'll say it's definitely good, but I will say it's also weird. It's very weird. It's like, 
it's kind of like clicky like or like a lot of people are clicked up and you have to prove yourself before you're in those clicks for them to even accept you like when i first got into like networking for real with the other artists here it was already people that were clicked up too so i had to like prove myself and then they're like oh okay you're good so you can talk to us now almost and then it's also like you know they have their own little their own little brands and circles that they like to like these set of people do this these set of people do that like when you look at young thug and gunna and little kid and like even their style of clothing like they like to wear like they they're wearing that nobody else is wearing that so stuff like that so it it is it is kind of like that you kind of got to prove yourself before people accept you like even even metro said like before before he was in the circle he was like you know he had to do everything himself to prove how good he was but after that after you get in the circle once you're in the loop you're in the loop they will never abandon you for real so yeah. So there's a sense of loyalty. Yeah, there's definitely a sense of loyalty. Like, I don't feel like, at least not anymore. Like back in the day, like I mean, we had like, you know, a lot of like stuff. Gucci, we had what young is that Young Jeezy? Is that yeah, yeah Young Jeezy. We had Ti. We had like, man, it was bad. <laughs> it was it was bad. And right now, the worst thing we got is uh, <laughs> no, you know you know uh, what just happened, right? No. Like, okay, so why well, found Lucci had a music video a few days ago. He got shot up. Oh, I've seen this on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. 15-year-old got grazed in the hand. But then a few days later, Gunna had a music video. And, and I saw, I think that's the video I saw. With yeah. Gunna, and Gunna had a music video. So it was like, looks really weird because now it looks like something's going on right there. Yeah, that happened. So, yeah. But other than that, really, like, I feel like I feel like it is a loyalty thing. Like Atlanta, Atlanta rock with each other. Everybody in Atlanta, after, like for the most part, they rock with each other. They'll let you, they'll let you get your, your time to shine. I feel mm-hmm. like. Especially that. Have you ever faced any criticism in the community because, like, you don't have mostly trap content? Uh, I don't know if it'd be criticism, but they do kind of like, you can tell. Certain people they don't really like it like that, but the way that they'll say it, like, "Oh yeah, you're different, bro." Like that's what they'll say. You're different, even though it's like the more traditional route of music. Yeah, but they'll be like, "You're different," because here, you know, it's club music, it's Atlanta. Yeah, it's Magic City. So, I understand that, but yeah, they'll just try to word it like, "Okay, you're different." I, I rock with that, but they're not really like fans of your music, but they they understand that you're talented. It's like yeah. It's like um people, people that understand like for for example Kendrick right, there's a lot of people in Atlanta that understand Kendrick is like a a god in music, but that don't mean that they necessarily are fans of him for real. Like they just understand they respect him. Mm-hmm. So people, I think people always respect my sound even if they don't like like it. Okay, and then dang, I forgot what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, like, besides rappers around here and like the people that are in like the regular Atlanta mm-hmm. music community, are there people outside of here that have inspired you or that you work with heavily? Um, 
people that inspired me. In terms of people that are, I'll say somebody that's here, but like isn't like looked at for being here, is Jid, J-I-D. I think, mm-hmm. I think he, uh, he's definitely like an inspiration. Yeah, people so, don't even think that he's from. Like, they don't even think about the fact he's like from Dreamville. Here. Yeah. So people like him, it's like, bro, he's from here. Like you gotta understand that. And he's tried to rep Atlanta, but they just, I don't know. His sound's not the it's same. Not, it's not Atlanta, right? But other people, like, uh, I really rock with, I, I rock with Toronto. Okay. Like, like Tory Lanez, that's really my favorite artist, for real. Drake, Drake is, uh, oh, he's Drake. <laughs> but Tory is my favorite artist, because, like, his ability to entertain in general is crazy. Like, he can entertain in, like, every facet. Yeah. So. Definitely. Like, I remember his, when he first blew up with that one, like, R&B type yeah, song. Yeah, the Say It song. Yeah. But now he has more of a rapping scene to it. Yeah. And what was the last? I listened to, I think, it might have been two albums ago I listened to. That was the last time I listened to him. He had a good song. He's more. It had more vibes into it, but he mm-hmm. still set. He had bars, and most notably, he has quarantine radio. Oh yeah, he has quarantine radio, and I love watching his bro, hoop skills. That was so smart, bro. Oh yeah, quarantine like, radios and like genius. bro, and he did it right when he was leaving his label. So everything from this point, all that new fame is not on his label. Right, it's not on his label. It's just him. So then, like stuff like that. But, like, the fact that he can rap and sing, like, cra- like, crazy with it, too. And then, like, the samples, like, even though he has the producer, it's like he's telling the producer to use certain samples. He produced a lot of his own music, too. And then also the fact that, like, but he can, obviously, he's entertaining just to, to watch. I mean, we was watching Quarantine Radio. Like, it was, like, <laughs> a TV show, like. It's crazy. So he stays in memes. Yeah, when he plays basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, his jump shot is atrocious, <laughs> disgusting. I'm. I definitely feel like I'm busting him, but I mean, shoot, sometimes that ugly shot be going in. It be. He be like, what is that? <laughs> what is yeah. that? And you like five three, so it don't help. It Especially don't help. When you coming from like right here and some dude right over, it's not going anywhere, bro. Right. So it's not the same. He's definitely lit. So, we're moving on from Loki, and we're going to Antonio. All right. So, like... R.P. that man. Yeah. <laughs> one R.P. that man. But, like, aside from music, what else do you like doing? Aside of music, um, I like I like the, the entertainment industry in general. So, outside of music, like, even, let's say, some years from now, right? I'm a multi-platinum artist, whatever. I want to make, like... I want to be in, like, movie stuff. Like, I want to be a part of that. Like, because I figured out... I feel like I've, I've mastered the craft of making music. Mm-hmm. I want to master the craft of making something else. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, movies to me is, like, crazy. Like, how you got to write a script and you have to do all these different things for setting, all of that. I would like to be a part of that. At some point, even make my own, maybe. So, I'm definitely... I definitely look at a lot of... um short films and different like smaller uh people like uh you probably know like the real Bernard. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like his, he does dancing, right? Yeah, he does dancing. Mm-hmm. He he like the Billy Bounce. Yeah. Like that that's crazy to me. Like he turned the, the Billy Bounce dude into a horror series. Like that's crazy. So stuff like that. Different different a lot of the people in LA now, like this one dude named Jahan Jones, he like he made a few series. I watched like all of them. <laughs> so different stuff like that. I like I like stuff like that. Other than that though, uh I really just I really just focus on Making sure I don't get kicked out of Georgia Tech. <laughs> Facts. I feel you. Georgia Tech comes with its own set of... It's just a whole nother world, period. And I remember when I came in there, I went to Georgia Tech for three reasons. Engineering, be around smart people, and I was like, I can watch anime without judgment. <laughs> like, I won't come in there. That's one thing. I don't think... I used to, like, think I really watched anime till I found out I didn't really watch anime, bro. Yeah. I, I watched Dragon Ball Z. I watched Dragon Ball, and I watched Naruto in their entirety. I have not watched the fourth, uh, I have not watched the fourth, uh, what's it called? Season of My Hero. I haven't watched none. Of, like, those three, the only animes I've watched. I haven't watched nothing else. People be telling me about Hunter Hunter. Tell me about seven daily saying I don't know nothing. I'm, I don't know nothing going on. I found out. I found out real quick. I'm not. I'm not really. Uh, I'm not really far like that. Apparently. <laughs> Would you ever get into them? Or that's just not your wave. Mm, I feel like. I feel like it, it's not my wave anymore for sure. Cause like, now I don't even watch TV anymore. Like I, I used to like, like I'm into watching the the smaller people. Like I watch YouTube a lot, so I see all their productions. And I, I watch movies when they come out. In terms of TV shows, like recurring shows, I haven't been watching those a lot anymore. Yeah, I don't watch TV that much either, if at all. Like, I'll go watch TV if there's, like, some type of sporting event on or... Yeah. Yeah, that's really the only exception or, like, the news. But I'm not watching I'm not watching yet. that, no. I just got <laughs> CNN for that to stay on top. But, uh, like, YouTube, I'll stay on there. I have a few... Dudes that I watch a lot like Lean. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about Gunard, Lean is fine. Uh, RDC World. Oh yeah, they <laughs> they they wild, they wild. And I mean, now I've been watching a lot of investment videos because oh, yeah. you know, I just feel like I want to be a grown man. Oh yeah, let's and, talk about okay. that. Let's talk about investments. I'm trying to get into that. Bro. Yeah, what you been trying to do, bro? I've been trying to figure out the whole game because I need to watch some videos for real because my, my uncle watches videos. Mm-hmm. He be telling me I need to trade and stuff like that. Yeah. I put some money in the Tesla and then I started seeing it go up. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then since then, I was like, well, let's keep doing this. Yeah. No, I got, the investment world is this is discipline, but you have to be disciplined enough to know what's going on and not be afraid how to use your money mm-hmm. or where to put your money at. You got to be fearless with it. And I mean, there's set rules and there's set strategies that you have, but if you have a hunch about something based on like data that you've got, you just have to be fearless enough to go put your money in there and feel like it'll pan out. Cause in most cases it will, but stocks and investing or especially stocks i can talk about that stocks aren't really based off 
how well the company's doing, but it's just how other people think the company's going mm, to do. Okay. So, like, you definitely got to watch. I can send you some videos on that that I've been watching because I still don't even have it on. I've been trading for about, like, I was about, like, maybe two years off and on. I remember first trade I had, I was, like, 15 because the PS4 was coming out. I was like, yo, the PS4 is going to go up. It's going to go up, and I bought so many stocks. And it was like $15. Sold them because they went down or something like that. And today, they're like $50, $60 a share. Oh, damn. I, I was sick, but I learned from that. <laughs> he was sick. That's tough. That's an L, but you learned from that. So. Yeah, it's all about learning. Like, you will definitely have a lot of hard learning experiences trading. Oh, I lost some money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just about being consistent with it. Because, like, you, you can lose a lot, but you can also gain a lot. And, like, now I want to expand it not even to just stocks and equities, but, like, real estate and stuff like that. And really use that. Because I realize if you can own a building and then, I mean, you pay for it, you can either rent it out, lease it, or you can do something else with it. I could use that space to my own visions and stuff like that like i wanted yeah. to hopefully after i graduate or you know if i hit on a million soon i'll get someplace in like west midtown and make it into like a creative space so it'll be like a studio for music uh you can kind of do like other art like painting stuff like that uh i've seen a vision like this i was hanging with a guy that does free bins distributing so he makes like a lot of the merch and stuff like that and he had a place where you had a studio they had a printing press they had a movie studio so you could like work on editing movies so it was just like a multimedia so mm -hmm. i want something like that and use it as like an event hub too so that other people can come network and yeah, that's actually a good do their thing and you could throw like parties and stuff like some actual parties actual party not these not these uh these tech parties I can't even go. bash tech part. It's not even that they're lame. Like, let's talk about the, the social talk life. About let's talk about the social life. Man, and I'm not going to lie. Look, all right, the first year I was there, I thought that joint was trash. But I was like, I wasn't giving them a chance. <laughs> I wasn't giving them a chance, bro. After I, after I started, like, seeing what was really going on, I was like, all right, y'all not too bad. <laughs> y'all not too bad, bro. That's the thing. I feel like it's just, it's not even that it's bad. It's just dry. Like, everybody's doing this. I say that for Atlanta as a whole. Like, socially, everybody's on the same wave. They're thinking the same. They're doing the same things, listening to the same people. Like, you can go to a party on the east side and a party in, like, Buckhead, hear the same exact thing. That's what's crazy. That shouldn't they be have the, the same. Playlist. Well, well, here's the problem. The only difference is, bro, I ain't here. Well, I went to I went to some uh, frat party. I ain't here no young nudie, bro. That's not sliding over here. <laughs> That's not happening over here. <laughs> you always gonna hear Young Nudie over here. When I got to that party, I was like, no, no Nudie at all. They didn't play no EA. I was like, uh, it's not no party for real. <laughs> we was waiting on it too. Me and my boy, we was like, look, they gonna play this song. We gonna start a mosh pit. That was the deal. Mm -hmm. They didn't play it. <laughs> so we had to start. A, we started a mosh pit to like some little Uzi song. I don't even know how I started a mosh pit. I mean, I'll do that. I've seen them start mosh pits for nothing. Yeah. Especially in, like, Greek role, stuff like that. I just don't get it, man. I'll be fighting a fight with, with some of them, bro. 
Cause they they be coming out of nowhere doing your dances, bro. I'm like the party getting lit. You gonna stop the party, go dance. <laughs> you gonna go swivel your shoulders. Y'all gonna go stumping and stepping and yeah. blowing these whistles, man. And that's what I'm like. I feel like the mark is missed just because people don't understand that the music makes the party. Dudes will get up, right. set up, be like, "Yo, bro, this party about to be a movie. This, this, and that." You'll come through, pay fifteen dollars. And I could have went to the party for free and heard the same exact stuff. And the vibe, mm-hmm. like, the party, the, I mean, not the party, the music creates the vibe. Right. And it, it doesn't matter what you got to do. And you got to differentiate. Like, every party can't just come in there and be trap-heavy, like... This, yeah, this is how they'd be doing it. They'd be like, all right, first half, we're going to play trap. At some point, we're going to switch to dance hall. Yeah. <laughs> and then... It'll be like, oh, you want to twerk something? You trying to twerk? Yeah. Uh, let's put it on and be like, uh, Q... <laughs> Q controller. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't even hate on controller. I can't hate, but it's just like, it'd be out of, they don't be doing it right. Yeah, they don't, be doing they don't it come the right at time. the right time. It needs to be taught. Yeah, it's just like... That should be a class at Georgia Tech. You should be the teacher. I'll be a TA. <laughs> I'll be a TA. You just have to be able to read. As a leader, you got to be able to read. Yeah, they don't be reading the crowd, bro. Like, you could throw some bangers. Like, you go back-to-back banger, but, like, if you if your thing is all bangers, it's, it's not going to flow right. Like, At some point, the phone's going to come out. People going to start chilling. The and wall huggers. The wall huggers. I was, I was a habitual wall hugger my freshman year. Me too. My first freshman year. That's what I was saying. So, I... The time I really started becoming a wall hugger was the time I started performing more. So I was like, yeah. I was used to being That's in the like, middle of the crowd. I was like, yeah, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Right. It's like, I really came here, wasted some time. I could have, one, I could have went to Waffle House. Like, shout out Waffle House and Tech Square. You know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> shout out you. <laughs> I'm dead. They've been holding me down since freshman year with the goodies. And... That's when I was like, all right, it's time to grind. Like, there's, there, I got to create my own fun because nobody is going to give that fun to me or, like, what I'm expecting out of it. So, you got to create the own vibes that you would like to be in. Yeah, definitely. You got to create that genre stuff. Because they just going to, I don't know what they going to be on. They going to be on their vibes, quote, unquote. The vibes. They don't be on nothing, though. <laughs> I can't even say like some songs are good. I'll yeah, be some... willing to listen to music. I found out I'm more of like a kickback person, mm-hmm. chilling with like few friends. We don't have to like all like same music, but you know we just get to know what each other's playlist. Like I'm not playing music knowing that you're gonna like it. I'm playing it to impress you. Like I'm just playing my vibes. All right. And we can go back and forth. Nah, yeah, kickbacks are definitely. Uh good i say like, in terms of like more connection because yeah because people really be going to parties thinking this is some type of networking event like we're supposed to be dancing yeah you're just like hey 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 hey, hey take my car oh my yeah <laughs> bro she's trying to twerk on you she don't want your car bro. <laughs> she don't want your car bro she gonna take your car she gonna put it in her mouth <laughs> i'm dead <laughs> I don't know. And plus, I don't know what I expected going to tech. Like, yeah. That was my first mistake. When I got to tech, this is what 
this is the bad part. I was like, okay, because I'm over here, right? I'm over here. I go to Atlanta all the time, of course. Yeah. I'm like, take, okay, it's a tech school, but like, it's in Atlanta, though. <laughs> that's how I'm yeah, thinking yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah, that's how I'm, like, I'm thinking in my head. Like, it's Atlanta, though. So I, I'm like, I get there. I'm like, where's Atlanta? <laughs> where's that? <laughs> this ain't Atlanta. When I got there, it really turned into like, I didn't know tech was like, really, it's tech own. Tech is its own bubble. Right. What's going on? Shut off from the world. People bro. get people be getting robbed on the outskirts. <laughs> don't leave, don't leave tech premises. You might get robbed. Same. Well, speaking of that, the what was it? When people were like coming out their cars, like they were stepping out their cars and robbing people for their phones. Like dude came off a bird and juked someone's phone. How? Like how, bro? <laughs> in broad daylight. In broad. Daylight. That's what I'm saying. Like it couldn't be me. Like that wasn't happening to me. Like, how can you let someone do that? Like, on a bird, bro? Like, they had to... Like, they stepped off. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> they rolled up on you, got off the bird, said, hey, give me your phone and your wallet. <laughs> and you gave it to him? Tech is notorious for that. Like, I don't even... I think it's really just because, like, like I said, like, okay, most of the tech kids probably are nerds. But yeah, they, they be the ones getting robbed. <laughs> so then like okay so you got all these book smarts right but where is your street smart set fam like how do you let somebody come up to you not even show you a weapon they said they said they said they had a gun <laughs> they said they had a gun <laughs> they but what you gonna do you gonna be like so where is it yeah i mean i and am what if they pull it out and then that's like, that that's <laughs> but i'm saying like bro over here like you gonna have to show me bro you gonna have to show me, bro. Like I'm not from like I'm not from a uh, freaking Iowa County. <laughs> I don't know. Why you hate on Iowa? I don't know. I got a friend from Iowa. <laughs> she she's not bad at all. She just be she just be what chilling. Chilling. Shout out, mom. He. I'm dead. But yeah, just like I'm not. Yeah. You're not finna bully me. I will bully you <laughs> before you bully me. Like when it comes to like okay somebody. Like, even, for example, like, roasting, bro. Like, somebody roasts you, bro. You just gonna take that? Or you gonna say something back? You gonna say something back? Yeah. High school, I was... <laughs> like, remember how I was telling you how nobody used to like us? Mm-hmm. That's what we were on. Like, yeah, bro. It was just our table coming at everybody's neck. It didn't matter what you did. You couldn't be minding your own business. We were gonna come you at you. Roasted, I was the bro. worst one. Like, <laughs> oh, no. if you got me started, I wouldn't stop. Like... <laughs> bro, because, like, that's... I feel like that environment, though, like, I feel like... For, for us that's better like that we were like that we understood that like this isn't really I guess I guess it could be bullying maybe but like they can say something it back could, if you, yeah that's the thing yeah like, like when I was growing up people said stuff back or they were coming at me so that was the way right, I like, defended myself right so like we didn't really look at it as bullying it's like okay this just survived like all you have to do is stand your ground like yeah but these these tech kids don't be standing no ground, like yeah, they getting pulled up on birds. Like how you let somebody pull up on, on you on a bird? bird? I know you were feeling sideways like, about right. That. Like, like come on, like, yo, they, I really could still have my phone. The one that got me dead, the one that said they had somebody walk them all the way to uh, an ATM to get the money out. Like they walked with them to an ATM to get the money out, took the money and then left. Like for me, you're not finna walk me to no ATM, bro. At this point. We just gonna have to swing or something, bro. Like, 
<laughs> you have to do something, bro. Cause yeah. you finna walk me to the ATM for me to get my money out. Yeah, bro, I ain't got no money on me. That's that. You want to swing? <laughs> but that brings up a good point. Like you're talking about having book smarts and street mm-hmm. smarts, and that has a lot of implications in dealing with other people and too. Like just from a logical standpoint, right. like I did a lot of research you could say because i just somehow learned this information because i was bored about like learning human behavior and like how people think and paying attention to their words one thing i've really learned is paying attention to what they say and not defining who they are but you get a better sense of what to expect from them yeah and it helps you in a lot of like i bet it definitely helps you in music because music is a very, like, risky... Bro, Edge went crazy. <laughs> Kirk went crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, it's like you've got to know what's going on yeah. and understand when it's time for you to leave yeah, places to leave. <laughs> and when you need to keep putting... Especially, you seen my car. Bro, <laughs> let me do the wrong thing at the wrong time. I'm a dead man. It's done. I'm done. <laughs> It's over for me, especially being over there. I'm in Jonesboro or what, whatever. People be feeling away, and then I'll be like, "Oh, let me get on. <laughs> let me get on with my life." Yeah. So like, I, yeah, you definitely gotta know. Like, if you see, sh- like shady areas, shady places, or like different places where it seems like they would be looking for somebody to take advantage of, like either. B five, I don't know, like be ready, like to. I mean, if you one of those people, you could be ready to, to get it cracking with them, but or you could just avoid the situation, yeah. and go the other way, maybe. Like I used to live down in South Fulton, like by South Fulton Parkway. I remember I had a friend from Woodward, and like I used to go out and hang with them, and they used to be around like Buckhead. They used to be all over because Woodward kids, they come from everywhere. Woodward kids, yeah. And then. uh they hit me up and they were like, yo, I'm going to a party on Old Nat. I said, Old Nat, this is this is not a risk you want to take. Like, <laughs> this party won't be lit. I'm, I'm telling you. It'll be lit. Oh, uh, yeah. Not <laughs> just not the lit you're expecting. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they don't be knowing stuff. Like, it's like, I guess they weren't raised in the stuff, so like, they can't know, technically speaking. Like, there's no way for them to actually know. Yeah, but then don't act hard. Right, don't act hard. And this is all... <laughs> just be you. Just, just be, be you. you, bro. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, no, you're this, this, and that, because you don't act like... like. I don't even know what zone I'm from. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Right, but, like, still, like... like, It's it's like, uh, okay, we know... Okay, we know we were raised there, okay? For us, it was normal, right? We've seen all type of retarded BS probably in our life. But to them, they be like, I don't know, they be like from where Alice in Wonderland from or something. I don't know what be going on in their head that they think that they can come over here and the little bullying the little little kid in the corner, like that doesn't work here. Like you can't come here and do that. You come here, you trying to act like the, the tough guy that you were in high school, and you're probably gonna get rocked, to be honest. <laughs> like if you try that in Atlanta, like it's just it don't work the same. Yeah. So I guess they just they just really think they're on top of the world, which I mean you, that's how Jordan Tech wants you to feel. <laughs> they want you to feel like you're on top of the world. Like, but just know, like, know your place. Like, I understand. Probably, All right. I'm going to come off as a nerd to most people that I meet. 
Like, mm-hmm. you talk to me, and you'll find out, all right, he's not just, like, book smart. He has other interests. But, like, most of my sh- most of my personality comes from me wanting to learn different stuff. Not even coming off as nerdy, but just, like, I like the things yeah, I right. like. Yeah. And it is what it is. And you'll find not even just that tech, but there's a transition from, like, senior year to college mm-hmm. where people are like, all right, I want to remake my image but like how can i put it you will always come out the person you are right either way like no matter how you try to change that facade this is the person you made for 18 of your years you think you're just gonna disappear just one year you're (laughs) just gonna be like all right all right i'm gonna talk to you like no (laughs) (laughs) no it don't work like that like you could try to change your whole personality it's not like just like i said it took me a while to even put Antonio to the side to make Loki even happen. Yeah. So, three years in the making right now. Like, come on. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a process. It is a process so. now. If you really want to be that different from the way you used to be, go ahead. Go out there. Be a thought. Get you lit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. So, in the future, or what are your plans coming up? Well, my plans include me having blown up by the end of the summer. Like, I think my album going to be platinum by the end of the summer. That's what I think. So, after that, I'm going to take, like, one, I know I want to shoot this music video. The music video I want to do is going to be, like, more cinematic. Like I said, I want to get into the cinema stuff. So, I'm going to work with that. Also, I want to be, I want to start getting involved with some movements that actually, like, help people since I'll be able to have more influential power that's really that's really what i want to be able to do i want to be able to have the power over certain areas of the world that i could like really change stuff mm-hmm. what kinds like just uh stuff to help the less fortunate stuff to help the people where i'm from like that i know like need help like they just didn't like they didn't get the opportunity i got to like get into georgia tech but they like some of that stuff. They want to be tech. They want to be uh, engineers too. But they just didn't get that opportunity. So I want to help people like that. Help maybe fund some of the the uh, scholarships for those people, for the new kids, so that they, cause the new generations. Like I thought my generation was pretty like we were crazy. But like the the ones after, like they got crazy. Like <laughs> they're tweaking right now. So I'm gonna try to help help some of those out so that they don't die before they get to college yeah <laughs> like so all of that stuff definitely try to do that definitely try to uh help out with some of the world movements just uh just helping more people be able to have more opportunities i, I like to be i always tell uh, people like when it comes to me getting on like i I want to be the one that got on to put everybody else on like that's what we talk about putting people on, but like I like to, I want to be the guy that's like I was able to give them this opportunity and give this person this, and do all that. Like I like to be a provider for sure. Yeah, I got you. But thanks for coming on the show. Oh yeah. And I hope you're still, you know, doing your thing. Oh always. Well, this marks the end of another episode. Make sure you guys go listen in on Loki's new album, In Stone, on all major music platforms now. And I'll see you guys next time.